This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. I'll panel off chopping with Jake and Tyler. Is that song available anywhere on No. Damn. It could be number Stop trying to make money. It could be number one on iTunes. Stop trying to make money on this show. We don't make any money. Number one on iTunes. We've got at least ten downloads. See? Overall. <laughs> All time. Just sitting on an island making content and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thanks, man. I'm Tyler. Did you just come up with that? Yeah. yeah. I've been doing that a lot lately. Why did you tell me your name? I don't... For the listeners. I'm if trying we're to... 90 episodes in. You don't know who we are. I'm trying to... Uh, I'm trying to... I'm Jake, uh, by the way. Yeah. I'm trying to... Uh, I'm obviously writing songs all the time. He's Tyler. And... Uh, thanks. And I... <laughs> I'm Jake. Uh, I'm Tyler. And we... Then they turn off the episode. I like to make up songs. Like, just no matter what I'm doing, I'm just like, I just make up songs, and it's helping me with my songwriting. Like, when I do finally have to write, like, lyrics for a song, it's usually pretty easy. Because I've been doing, you know, wordplay and rhyming and whatever. Cleverness. Nobody cares about you, Cleverness. Okay. And here's what is this I. The t- is this the, is this the amazing T Bird show? As soon as um, no. I get an idea, I don't put it online and go, everybody pay attention to an idea that's not finished. Some Sounds like somebody we know. Hey, man. <laughs> you know, he's protecting the manosphere with uh, the quartering now. Good for them. The manosphere? Yeah. Eric July put out a tweet uh, about <sighs> the quartering uh, going on. Yeah, I know. I are we talking about that no, this week? That's not, hard. I don't want to waste my time. I don't either. But those guys are idiots. Yeah. Anyway, this is episode number 90. And we got a lot to talk about. Mostly Star Wars stuff. This tastes like shit. Yeah. But not all st- Star Wars stuff. Sorry. Didn't know that s- this caffeinated sparkling water you were drinking offended you as much as it did. No, man. If you're going to fucking can it. It better be some good shit. All right? <laughs> Can we get a sponsor? As a recovering um, alcoholic, I hate, like, uh, <laughs> seltzers and shit. Um, and, like, flavored moonshine in jars. and sh- First of all, you've never had moonshine until it's the excitement of a sketchy dude bringing you a mason jar his from his like, secret still his name is like in Switch southeast Blade. Ohio. No, his name was, uh, fuck, what was his name? Switchblade. No, one time he came and brought us. One time he came and brought us a whole jar of moonshine, and then he had a full tab of Xanax that me and my girlfriend split. And, and then code. he smoked us up, and we made this like this this meal, and it was like one of those boxed ass meals, like nothing special. But because we were both just ripped on annex, uh, Xanax, Annex, <laughs> Xanax, the and Xanax, just high was an annex. Spark. No, but for real, like we were just like, this is like the best. The next time we made it, it wasn't as good because we any we well, yeah, we could have eaten like McDonald's I mean, and been like this is like a fucking four star burger like that's how fucked up McDonald's we McDonald's is up their game. Wow, man, are they using Angus? I, well, you know that is I feel well that's definitely the drugs because the point of all that is that hey man I have been in a situation I, yeah. where I was I was poor mm. and I was smoking weed mm. and. 
No, the point. Uh, you know, you you think the Tyson frozen chicken wings are gourmet when you're stoned? Dude, by the way, the fucking uh, ramen is fucking dope as fuck when you're high. Um, Let's just now, get on with the show. I didn't finish my point. The point is, well, is would, that no, I, think you I had to choke down whiskey oh, and gosh. vodka. We're still talking about the sparkling water. I'm just saying. If you're going to develop alcoholism, you should have to work at it like I did. You mean drinking the bad stuff? You should have to fucking you're upset, throw up you're every... Upset I'm upset because too it's much super easy. Good now. Yes. Yeah. I am su- you have no idea how... That is really... I'm not joking. This is not a bit. I am actually very upset that all of these companies are making it easier for fucking kids to start drinking early. Oh, that oh, doesn't taste like, like shit. That doesn't taste like anything. Let's like have the, eight of them and the die. Mo- the Monster Hard Seltzers and the Mountain Dew Hard Seltzers. Whatever, man. Let's talk about comic books Let's and shit. Let's talk about comic books and, and shit. Because I'm tired of talking about it. You're this. talking about it. I'm exhausted. <laughs> we just started. Looking at your face. All right, let's talk about The talk Mandalorian. About oh, man. Season three, episode seven. seven. Chapter. Yeah, it's episode seven. Oh, chapter 22. Chapter 22. I was going to say, 22, whatever the fuck. Whatever number it is. I should have looked that the up. The Spies. I don't care. It's called The, the Spies. spies. Uh, okay. You got to say it like that. People, again. Are you going to say it like that? No. Because. The Spies. This is a serious. It's a serious topic, okay? This is a serious <laughs> show. This is a serious is thing. It? No. Um, shit, man. I there's, there's So many things have worked for me. Like, people have had their criticisms. Also, I've also accepted. Back when Disney started making Star Wars content, I just accepted Star Wars fandom as a whole. Uh, has a lot of really annoying people in it, and I just don't care what they think. And I, I, I think that this season has had its criticisms, but holy shit, man! That one After episode that doesn't episode, look so stupid anymore, does it? It had its point. Jackass. It had its purpose, but it also felt All like... All you jackasses. That was a wasted episode of the Mandalorian. Which one are you talking about? The one where it was all Dr. Pershing. Oh, I didn't like that episode. Yeah, I know. Nobody did. And fuck you guys, because it fucking no. brought it full circle Here's in this problem. episode. Here's so the, I told you the problem with that. It's because that show does exactly uh, what they did with well, Boba Fett. It's the, they're, they're terrible tendencies of fucking stopping their momentum dead. Like that should that was if you're gonna have that story, implement it sooner or implement it here in this part of the right, show. Okay, is all I'm saying. Sure. Can I ask you a question? Can we? Are you freaking out about the momentum now, or is the momentum just fucking fine despite that episode of the series now, like three episodes on? Are you fine? No, because I was worried. I thought, no, be, based on what they did with Boba, I didn't trust anything that was happening. I was like, oh shit, now we're going to do this here's, fucking. Here's what I'm trying to put forth. Remember when we were talking about Moon Knight every week and how just like, oh my God, it's so awesome. You should also accept. A week after the show ended, we were like, I don't even fucking remember that show. But here's the thing. Now, Mandalorian is not Moon Knight. Here's the thing. But I'm trying to tell you, like, di- are you really, like, you're not going to like every episode. No, not every episode is going to be... Do you understand I, that it had it. a meaning and a purpose and yeah, stuff? Sure. And you shouldn't be bitching about I it? Told it. I told it. I said that last week. <laughs> I said that last week. I oh. said that that removed from it. I, I think it's a good episode. I it's a fine episode. But to slow the momentum of the show down. I just... No, I'm a simple man, and I want to fucking see Mandalorians shooting shit. And I got plenty of that. These last couple episodes. Yeah. And I got to tell you, this is exactly what I wanted. This is what I always thought this show was going to be. I truly th- Do you get your uh, soundboard up? Yeah. 
Okay, we should pizza time right away. Cause I, well, but what I'm so what I'm saying kay. is in generalities here. What I'm trying to get at I want to talk about the end of this is one. this is always what I had hoped this show was going to go towards, or what the show is going to be, and that's what it is. Um, in ter- and what I mean by that is, yeah, I like the idea of it being more serialized, and I like the idea of him being this wanderer, and I still think that concept would make a fucking awesome video game, and I would play the shit out of that. Sidebar. But um, to see where it's going now and see where they, you know, everything, you're starting to really feel that this always had a purpose. You know, Mandalore was always going to be the goal on this show because it's, it's alluded to in the first season. We bring in Bo-Katan in the second season. And then, you know, we have all the things with Boba Fett and like all that stuff, bringing it back to this. Like it was always going to be about Mandalore. And to finally see more of that mm. in this season has mm. been fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. That's what it's, I've been wondering. Uh, it's, it's pretty fucking rad. And, and the thing is, like, they... They did their own kind of, uh, in the comic books, they did their own kind of um, thing with the Mandalorians. There was, um, it, it wasn't, obviously in the comics, it was a guy named Boba Fett. And it was alluded to that he stole a Mandalorian's armor. Yeah. Um, but, you know, other than that, like, everything since is basically having to do with the prequels, which has rewritten the history so that he is the son yeah. of Jango Fett. You know, he's basically a clone, but he's the son. Okay, so he's still not a true Mandalorian. Um, no, and he never says he is. No. He says I'm not. No. Um, but so, you know, from a long time ago, you know, Mandalorians have kind of had that, like, what's going on? And then you start seeing, like, probably in the late 80s, early 90s, that, that uh, mythosaur uh, symbol start popping up and stuff. I, th- I think maybe that was always on. Was that always on Boba Fett's costume, maybe? Um, but... Mandalorians have always just had a special place for at least me as a Star Wars lover because it's like, you know, it's that mythic other, you know, sect that, you know, and you, you know people. so much about the Jedi, like especially yeah. with the prequels and everything. You begin to know like way more, maybe even than you want them to. Um, but Mandalorians have always still been. And there's there's a bunch of things. OK, look, <laughs> look, I I can't help it. It's a time. I am a. One more time. Pizza time. I am just go. A, just let it all out. I'm a dork, take, and and, take it all and off. so even though I, it's easy to suspend my disbelief with all Star Wars things, there are parts of me that think, "Why the fuck are you landing that?" Okay, so like, there's this gigantic fucking freighter above the the, the planet. You're causing like massive tidal waves and shit, man. You're like another like gravitational pull, man. Why do you just go in orbit and send ships down? Anyway. Um, that fucking Imperial Mandalorians, dude, like, that's fucking cool as fuck. The uh, Beskar armor, the fuck, I was- Well, I just think even before that, when they, when they see that fucking pirate ship looking thing, and, dude, and, and they jump off oh, the, the thing, and they land in front of fucking episode is they're just like, so- and they're like, and it's like, oh, that's fucking- The whole episode is just kick-ass, and mm. like, you know, of course there's like a game of some sorts, and it's like, mm. what? I have a theory. Mm. I have a theory. Yeah, you said you did. The armorer fucked him over. The armorer is working with Moff Gideon. She's the other spy. Because the episode's called Spies. Yes, we have the one that it's we already know. The of. Spies. Yeah. Who's that? Well, the um, the chick, the woman, yeah. Katie O'Brien. Yeah. yeah, her character. She's obviously one of the spies. 
but it said the spies. Yes. Ah. But I, I think it's a little too convenient that did you see the armor in the in the in the end when they're all trapped in that little space? I didn't see her in there. Now you could argue she wasn't involved with the battle, but I'm like, you're going to tell me that the armorer is not going to go to the forge on Mandalore? She's fucking going with those people. So she's in on it. Hmm. She's working with Moff Gideon. Hmm. Beskar armor hmm. rescued him. Hmm. I, I will the say armorer your, is your the, theory is, the, is sound for many reasons, but I think the, the, the most sound I'm just saying. reason for your theory is the fact that, as far as I know, only Mandalorians can Have forge Beskar. Yes. Like, and know the technique. Who else would have made his armor? That Know the technique for forging Beskar. He would, Moff Gideon wouldn't know no, how to he form wouldn't. that. No, he shouldn't. Unless I've been wrong about the legends, but as far as I knew, you had to be a Mandalorian. There's definitely got to be a Mandalorian um, who is a spy. Um, I hope it's Axe Woves because... Oh, that could be possible. I just don't want the armor to be... She's so cool. But she's been she's been weird all season though, dude. Why? She's been weird. I'm just. Why she been weird? She's been trying to lead the people, man. Yeah, but she. So she. But yeah, but 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 but. Yes, she's been leading the people because she's been, she's been uniting. She's uniting the Mandalorians to be led oh, to him. Oh, you son of a bitch! You just blew it wide open. You know what we're gonna have to call this video. Because he said. You know what we're gonna have to call he this says, video. He could have been talking to her, but again, it's played as he's just talking. But he could have been talking to the armorer because he goes, "Thank you for getting all of the Mandalorians all in one space." Fucking armor has been. That's why. The video is going to be called Jake and Tyler Blow <laughs> Open. <laughs> that is why. Season three. That is why the armorer is accepting of her and says she has walked the way and then has her take her helmet off and then has her because she is playing to Bo Katan's ego. And Bo Katan actually is a good general, but I'm also saying that she's playing to Bo Katan her confidence and knowing she's good. And she's. she's and then. After seeing that mythosaur, she bought in to the fucking uh, religious aspect of the Children of the Watch, and because she never took her helmet off, and then she was even hesitant to do it. Like, she had been accepted by them. Mm -hmm. She buys into this whole thing, so now she's even got it more revitalized, sure, sure. knowing that it isn't toxic. She can, it's still livable. So that, it's just... Oh, I would put forth if, this, if, if it, come even on, though that it's got to be the most. Brilliant. And by the way, Moff Gideon, if the, he is the mastermind, my my um, my, um, my my I have a uh, evidence to support my theory of Axe Wolves. However, um, that's a pretty I solid case, though. However, I cannot deny that Axe Wolves would not have been able to get all this together like the armorer could have. But everybody listens to her. Everybody but, respects her. But remember when they start first get pinned down by the forge mm. and they're first seeing those Imperials and he's like, I'll go and get reinforcements. Yes. When does he does he come back? Does he? I don't know. Oh, is it a red herring? Dude, is it by the way, it's just a red herring. It's, that it's fucking, gotta be the armorer. That, it, you couldn't give a better fucking like warrior's death to Paz Vizsla, dude. That was fucking badass. He just fucking takes also, them all on. You could t it, uh, it. That was cool. That as was John fuck. Favreau, by the way. You know that, right? That, he's been that guy. Yeah. I feel like that's a little bit. Uh, <laughs> who, am dude, I, who am I kidding? It was. If it I, was brilliantly. I don't care. It was brilliantly I, if I were done. In that situation. Uh -huh. I would. I would write that for myself. It was, Are you fucking kidding me? Of whatever. course I would. Anyway, I'm was, not judging him. Whatever. Anyway, it was brilliantly done. I'm just joking. And <laughs> I know. 
It was brilliantly done. Um, it, it, you could really... I'll drink your blood. It was really... You could feel... There was a very visceral... Um, there was a very visceral feel to the whole scene. Like, you really felt helpless. You know? And you're oh, like, yeah, hold yeah. on a second. No, 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 no. Moff Gideon doesn't get a win. Oh, but God. then you know what yeah, I was thinking. You know what I was thinking, dude. What? I liked how season two ended, obviously, but it still kind of seemed convenient how they beat Moff Gideon, didn't it? Like he was supposed to be this big bad guy, yeah. and is it at the end of season one where he survives a fucking Tie Fighter crash yeah. and cuts himself out of the wreckage with the fucking like he's no slouch, yeah. So it's no surprise, really, it shouldn't be anyway, that he's, you know, a bad motherfucker. But, man. You know what happened a lot at the end of this episode? Oh, God. Pew, pew, quip. Pew, pew, quip. <laughs> uh, so, well, let's let's also talk about this. Let's address this, too. Because a lot of people have felt that Bo-Katan has outshined Din. And it's been more about her story than Din's. Kay. And I would argue that it isn't, because he is still... In almost every scene. Yeah. He's still... But it's both their stories. It's their stories. Because... And if you're bitching about it, calm down. He is still heavily... Fe- he's still the main focus of the show. You can't it's still, handle a show that focuses on a woman or something. This... No, no. <laughs> no, I'm saying like... It's it's the same thing that people always say yeah. when there's any sort of change to a show where it's like, well, now it's, you know, their show or it, the, this person's taking a back seat in their own movie or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and humans are I, incredibly resistant to change. I can understand that, but again, I, it. I would also point out that Din is very, very important to this story, and he's still it is still his story because while Bo Katan is looked at as this mythical leader to, to unite all the Mandalorians, he's the first one to say yes. He's he if anybody if you really want to break it down, Din has done more to unite Mandalorians that than Bo Katan has done, in my opinion, just what we've seen. Because Din has always set, shown loyalty to Mandalorians, no matter who they are. You know what I mean? Whether they, they uh, are... You forget when they first met up with Din in season two that he was like, fuck you guys, you that pieces of shit. That is true. He, he did, he was, and they were like, fuck you. He hated them because they... Yeah. yeah. What kind of yarn are you spinning? You No, no. He has been like that since season two, though. It, like you, you do see that character growth because of his relationship with Grogu and all that stuff, I think. But... You're right. So, but 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 I think Din is just as imp- is is important to this, and it's not just Bo Katan taking yeah, the, the so reins. Yeah, so calm down. Because what? Because he's the first one when she says, "I'm going to need people to do this," to go to Mandalore. He's the first one to go. He says, "I'll go, and Grogu will come with me." Like, he's the first one to do it. He's always willing to help. He's always the one that's you know, like he helped with Navarro and all that's and. So I, I, I still disagree. I still think that this is still Din's story, especially at the end, because at the end he's the only one that isn't trapped. He they f- they fight through. Well, he's trapped. He's captured, but he's not trapped in that room. Oh, uh, and because why? But that's that's my point. There's something else there too. Because why didn't Moff Gideon kill him? Why didn't he kill him right there? He says, "Take him to the interrogation room," which is another reason I think the I think it's uh, the, ar- I the, think it's the armorer, briefing room, debriefing room, whatever. Come on, man. Point, Dif- they're different things. Point is, he didn't kill they're him different. for a reason, Tyler. He didn't kill him for a reason because interrogation and debriefing are two very different things, Jake. No matter what the governments of the world would have you believe. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> but but at the end of this episode, he's having this valiant standoff where he's 
eventually has to be sacrificed, essentially, you know. But, again... It was that, so cool when his fucking gun just starts fucking glowing because it's uh, just... Uh, Paz did uh, it, yeah. Well, I, what I loved about when it was Din when he was fighting is when he was fight he was shooting and then just fucking flamethrowing. <laughs> just shooting and flamethrowing him. And then it was, uh, yeah, it was awesome. And, uh, oh, and that, that sequence, there's that sequence of getting through there where, like, again, you're seeing... This is still his show. He's still the main focus in the fight because he's the one pushing through. He's still got plot armor. Like, he's still a badass. Um, But the best thing, the crowning achievement of this episode was they continue to show that Star Wars still has a lot of fun villains in it because... Moff Gideon Dude. is a spectacular mustache twirling villain. And right? I fucking love it. When he comes down, when you see his introduction in the in the Beskar armor, which by the way, that is fucking sick ass armor. It's basically Boba Fett in Darth Vader colors. It's and awesome. Darth Maul horns on his helmet. And he's coming down. Better get a minifigure of that best, Lego. He does all this thing in like a Beskar armor. It's the best and he goes, possibly the best upgrade is it has me in it. I'm like, what a fucking douchebag. And that's amazing. <laughs> to just be like, oh, the best thing about it is I have it. Like, fuck this asshole. That, that's so good. It's so good. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have. Uh, I love it. First of all, I was just geeking out, of course, over the whole scene where he's talking to the other Imperials because Captain Peleon is there, uh, Peleon, and he's from uh, the uh, Heir to the Empire books, Timothy, Timothy Zahn. Now, let me explain uh it's hard to explain because you guys really <sighs> no <laughs> um heir to the empire like that was the first thing we had gotten as star wars fans other than really return of the jedi for like six seven years or, or like maybe even 10 years and it was a continuation it was an official continuation of the star wars saga right so we're all just like oh my god this is awesome this whole series of books and it introduced grand admiral thrawn and all this other stuff and uh, Captain Plan is the uh, um, the 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 guy who is his liaison to the because Thrawn has been out in the outer rims or the un, uncharted space for Which, yeah they just kind of casually name dropped him here I was like oh well okay. he's been out there for decades and the reason why is he's on a secret mission for the Emperor and it's explained in the books heir to the Empire and all that stuff but the bottom line about all this is it's just. You, you 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 don't have anything. You can watch Return of the Jedi. You can watch Empire Strikes Back. You can watch the fucking Christmas special, which is just awful. You can watch, you know, hey, Star that's where Wars. Boba Fett showed you up. You can watch all of these things, but that's all you're really getting. You can maybe read the Marvel comic books, you know, but that's really all you're getting officially. Okay, right around the prequel movies is when everything blew open, and it really, really, yeah, the ramped the Clone up with Disney bought and, all, and the, then. Yeah, then Bad Batch it started and Rebels. The, yeah, and, yeah, started with the prequels, and then when Disney bought them, they were like, okay, bam, and they just expanded everything. So I I just, so the whole Heir to the Empire and Thrawn has such a special place in my heart because it was the only thing we had yeah. that was officially Star Wars and continued the story of Han, Luke, and Leia and all that shit. And so I'm just jazzed. And Xander Berkeley, one of the greatest character actors, he's been in everything. Look him up. He's been in every movie that you love. <laughs> Guaranteed. I'm serious. In some way, shape, or form, he's either the fucking alcoholic stepdad or the uh, uh, the throwaway colonel, like in the scene, like that you know dresses down the main character. He, he's 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 in a bunch of shit, and he gets to play that part. And then, 
I don't know if you're trying to tell me that Commandant Hux is General Hux. Uh, you better be telling me that Commandant Hux is General Hux's dad. Because that guy is way too old to turn into General Hux by the time of the sequel prequel. Or sequel prequel. Sequel prequel trequel. Sequel trilogy, right? Am I right? Yeah. But that's kind of a cool... I'm I'm hoping that Dave and John have a way to go, hey, come here, buddy. Let me tell you a little. You know what? I know. No, I know. You <laughs> you skinned your knee. It's okay. On the on the sequel trilogy, and it doesn't feel good right now, right? Okay. But let me tell you something. It gets better. I'm gonna make it feel we're gonna make it feel better. It gets better, buddy. It's gonna be just fine. Here's some ice cream. Like, thanks, man. Thanks, Dad. That's awesome. Wow. What you a know? what a story. Because, you know, you remember when you were a little kid and you skid your knee, you're just Thanks, like, Dad, dude. Dave. Thanks, Dave. Dave. <laughs> Dave. But, you know, you, you yeah. feel like shit. And then your, your dad or your mom just, hey, man, listen. I know it, it sucks. It gets better. Here's some ice cream. It gets better. You know? Like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm, uh, hope, I'm hoping that that's what they're doing. And we talked about this a little bit. Moff starts the fucking first order. However, however, I do have one caveat, and that is that Moff and his band is so fucking powerful now that to expect that to turn into the first order, which is kind of piss, piss Annie. Yeah, I don't know. we turned a whole planet into a Death well, Star. I think Who they're gonna, fucking I feel cares? like they're gonna sort this out. But I feel like they're on the right track. Well, I think we'll talk about it um, here in a second with Star Wars Celebration stuff. Well, but, maybe Hux uh, is. Well, we found the... out. We found out that Filoni's gonna do a movie. Okay. That ties all this in. So cool. Um. Is I, that the one that was announced that Ray's going to return? No, that's okay. a different that's a different movie. But uh, I I think this will be, yeah, I think this will be an interesting way, and I think that this this movie is going to kind of work that out because you're right. Then well, what Ahsoka, happened? Who was the first Ahsoka story that we saw in the sequel trilogy? Because they saw a lot to the story of Thrawn. Yes, because he's in it. Yes, and so that's going to tie that in a little bit too. So. I'm just I'm just really excited because Thrawn is one of the best like fucking villains Star Wars has ever produced. The problem is that you've never seen him. I think he was in the Clone Wars cartoon show that Filoni did. Um, More like Filoni Baloney. But he was Got one him. he was one of the Legends characters that was allowed to be part of regular continuity yeah. when Disney bought him. Um, for a little while, it wasn't. It was kind of like, is he going to be? Who knows? But then they said they announced that he would be part of the stories moving forward. And it was like, awesome. also another reason this is still Din's show. Uh, did you not remember the IG twelve where oh, Grogu dude, was no. operating the droid? Yes. No. 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 no, 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 no. Yes, no. yes, 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 yes. And uh, as that someone, was cute as fuck. As someone who has a child, that is accurate. There are some toys where he's just fucking bang, 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 hitting that button. Over and over again, and I don't say anything because I love them. And then I start, then I start. I don't say anything because I love them. But then I, those songs get into my brain, <laughs> and I'm fucking singing the ABCs and uh, I'm taking a shit. You know what I mean? Can I say one last thing? <sighs> fucking go ahead. The reason why Thrawn is such a huge like deal is because he's if, blue, right? But if you don't know this, um, he's he's not human. Yes. Now. When the Emperor takes over, when uh, Palpatine takes over at the end of the sequel, uh, prequel trilogy, I'm getting my... Sequel, prequel, trickle. Prequel, trickle, trickle. Trickle, trickle, trickle. Trickle, trickle, trickle. That's what this episode is. Palpatine uh, institutes a strict no aliens um, oh, so rule on in the Empire. <laughs> yes and no. Human supremacists. Uh, human supremacists. No, but seriously. And so the first thing is that 
when Thrawn, the, the few people who know about Thrawn, again, he's been on the unexpected reaches on a special mission for whatever. But the few people who know about Thrawn are just like, what the fuck? Because he is Grand Admiral, which is the highest an officer can be in the fucking Imperial mm-hmm. Navy. So he's the highest ranking officer. He outranks fucking Darth Vader, dude. <laughs> okay? So first of all, they're like, how the fuck? He's the only one. How is it an alien? But then, like, when he comes back and people see that he's an alien, all these hardcore fucking human, uh, humanist Imperials yeah. are just pissed. They're like, what the fuck? Ew. Alien. It's basically like if yeah, it's basically like if a uh, a bunch of guys were at a it's clan. Like geeks and gamers. You ever seen a, the Dave Chappelle sketch <laughs> with the blind white supremacist yeah, and he's yeah. black guy? Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> it is. Well, I was gonna the say the one guy throws up. I was gonna say it's like when he takes his hood off. Geeks and gamers has a fucking empire station. Wait. Oh yeah. Mm. You fucking killed it. You killed it. Fuck. Because you didn't even give my joke a chance to breathe. I was just, well, just a. It's the, my joke. I also love the fact that somebody like wrote in the idea of like they're not necessarily white supremacists, but yeah, they're 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 racist humans. They're racist against aliens. Like that's just funny to me. They got a Confederate flag and <laughs> <laughs> the Empire well, will rise again. Damn it! The Bothans that stole. Well, they, obviously it's not the, the Bothans that stole the uh, plans for the second Death Star. Um, were uh, I can't remember her, her, his name, but there's a character in Heir to the Empire who's kind of a shit. Uh, a, a, and he's he's an anti antagonist of sorts. He's not a bad guy, but he's an antagonist. And he um the reason why he's so pissed and the reason why uh he convinced these Bothan spies to do it is because he was a high ranking senator. I might be wrong about this. I hope enough people listen to this so they can call me out on being yeah. wrong. But um he was a high ranking senator and when Palpatine came to um came to power he eliminated like his his role because he was an alien. He wasn't human. And so that's why he started working with the rebellion. What? <laughs> that was fucking perfect. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyway, on let's to the talk next about part. Star Wars celebration. <laughs> Fuck you, Dallin. <clears throat> couple things. Um, there's already a couple of uh, Mandalorian Lego sets coming out. Uh, one of them is the Snub Fighter, and then there's the um, Spider Tank with Bo Katan and Grogu and whatnot. Um, but there's news on the horizon that a new every year, every couple years, they come out with like a three hundred dollar massive Lego Star Wars set. And this past one has been the most Eisley Cantina. Sometimes it's the Death Star. I see you yawning, you fuck. This year is the 40th episode, 40th <laughs> anniversary of Return of the Jedi. It is, yeah. So I, <laughs> they, they once upon a time had a Lego set that was the Ewok Village. And it's like it was like 200 bucks and it was like... 3,000 pieces, and it came with, like, nine Ewoks and all the Star Wars guys, and it was just fucking awesome. And I, there's news on the horizon that there's another big, like, Star Wars set coming out this year, and one, and it's going to be, so keep watching off panel off box, (laughs) our sister channel, for more Lego news from Tyler Allen. Brick by brick, he's laying down the news. Fabric. <laughs> now it calls for a what? I thought you said a wet. <laughs> what? That's what I said. Yeah, 
Yes. All right. Okay. So let's talk about Star Wars <laughs> Celebration. Celebration. Uh, so some of the things. Not we're not going to talk about everything was announced, but some of the things that caught my eye. Uh, first, three movies have been announced. So Ooh. we've been ta- you and I have been talking about Ew. this. It's been it's been t- too long since there's been a Star Wars movie. That's twenty nineteen. Fairly true. Well, it's all small been TV. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that interests me the most is James Mangold is attached to a movie that will go back to the dawn of the Jedi. Awesome. Uh, he said it's going to be like a biblical epic, like Ben Hur, like cool. Like, and I'm like, fuck yes, like give me that. Because can I have second helpings of that? Yes, more. Because because what did he just do? Uh, what? What was his last thing? Uh, he's doing Indiana Jones five. Right. Okay. That's cool. That's what's coming out. Yeah. Uh, so and also at the same thing, he he said. Um, when asked about it, he's like, I can't tell you. He's like, they asked about Swamp Thing. He goes, I can't really tell you anything. All I could tell you is, yes, I'm doing it. So <sighs> not only is he doing this, he's also doing Swamp Thing, which is fucking rad. But I think that's awesome. And I, and I to, to, because we don't, unless you read like um, extended lore and stuff like that, there isn't a ton of mythology behind the Jedi in the movies. Mm-mm. And. I love the idea that we're gonna get that, and we're gonna get. The it's beginning mostly of expository the shit you read in other stories. Yeah, but yeah, and yeah, but and it's usually yeah. Books if you or just else. watch the movies and the TV shows, you really wouldn't. You you could glean some of what the Jedi is about, but like the deep deep shit, yeah. like uh, the holocrons and the Sith and all that. All that shit, dude. Yeah, you have to really be into Star Wars like I and, am. And the fact that he's going to commit to like a swords and sandals, like biblical epic to it, it's like even more awesome to me. I'm excited. Because, you know, I love those kind of movies. I love those big epic movies. Who are you talking to, motherfucker? <laughs> but, and, but, no, I'm excited. I mean, like those like ancient, like, like I said, swords and sandals, like epic, like yeah. big, sprawling, like cinematography and shit like that. I, I can't wait. Cinematography and cameras and, and lights shit. and actors, mics, actors and stunt people stuff. Uh, the next movie, scenery. The next movie will be landscape. Da- the next movie, shut the fuck up. Will be uh, <laughs> be Dave Filoni's next movie, uh, next project, which will be the focus of the formation of the New Republic. And closing out all the Disney Plus stories in a big movie. Uh, so no da- no release dates on those yet. Um, yeah, it's spo- even it's supposed to somehow Never. it's really supposed to tie in everything, like uh, except for Andor. But it's it's mostly meant to tie in the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and you know all the other stuff. Mm. Uh, uh, and then the third one is the one that's going to cause a lot of issues. A lot of a lot of a lot of people online were mad because Shermeem. Shermeen Obaid Shinoy. You know what? You don't even you don't even know if it's right either. So don't act like you know how to pronounce shit. All right, right there. Gah. Shermeen Obaid Shinoy. Oh, exactly what I just said. Almost to the letter. (laughs) What about it? She's making a. Should just cut all that out. Uh, she's making a um, a film that will be set 15 years after the events of Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, Kay. and feature Daisy Ridley back as Rey. Cool. That builds a new Jedi Order. Cool. So what's the internet's problem? mad? Why? Because Rey, they hate Rey. Why? 
Because she's a Mary Sue. Because what? She's a Mary Sue. Funny story. What is a Mary Sue? Jesus Christ. Okay, so... (laughs) No, she isn't. Mary Sue is a character that... um, Where usually it's something that is very difficult and very hard to learn how to do. That character just knows how to do it and is good at everything. It's a term that's... I don't... Is overused. Hey, internet! Fuck off! I was on that side of history when that movie first came out. But then the more I watched it, the more I realized this is space wizard religion. Why do I give a shit? Also, um, <laughs> if you can make, honestly, it's not that hard to you know make who chooses power levels better the movies How many than times? the sequel trilogy. How many times do you have to say it? I'll still watch them. Actually, I've never seen them like I'm a- twice. Well, I'm interested that we're going to see days like ra- like this is the as long first. As Abrams ain't involved. So far, this is the first time we've seen a character. From the that sequ- TikTok you sent me was fucking hilarious. This is the first time we've seen a character from it. The sequel trilogy be carried on into something else because this is no other character has had any continuation, and this is the first time we're seeing them progress the storyline past the sequel trilogy. Most of this other stuff is before no, the excited. sequel trilogy. So that's interesting that they're going to do that and like commit like you no, know, we're going to all these are we're going to we're going to patch this canon, but we're also going to build a new canon. That's exactly you have to patch the canon. But here's the thing, I I I'm, I. So really, really love. Um, th- there's a segment of Star Wars history, if you will, that is largely unexplored, and that is pretty much anything before the the Old Republic. Um, the farthest back we've gone in the movies and TV shows, really, is the sequel or a prequel trilogy. God damn it, sequel, prequel, trequel. But the prequel trilogy, right? That's the yeah. earliest we go. And that's, you know, okay, that's fine. But um, I really want to see, like, I want to see how Coruscant got, not how, but I want to see why Coruscant became, like, a citywide planet, you know what I mean? Like, you know, how that happened. And they they alluded to the fact that it was one of uh, many in the galaxy. Like, that's not the only citywide planet or planet-wide city, whatever. Mm. Um, But shit like that, I want to see, like, what things were like. One of my favorite sagas, space, science fiction, whatever, is Dune, right? Yeah. And now Dune, the original Dune that Frank Herbert wrote, takes a like a 4,000-year jump in the middle of it, mm-hmm. okay? And then there's uh, his son wrote from his notes a bunch of shit that happened like 10,000 years beforehand that connects everything. And I love shit like that. Like you're talking yeah. about like biblical epic. Yeah. When you can span like from one end of the of the history, but that is tricky. To like, right? There, there's a tricky balance there too, because. But I'd love to. I'm right. glad they're exploring it because there, there. I love lore. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love like sometimes like I t- I t- I'll tell you sometimes my nighttime reading is just like looking up random lore for things that I. Yeah, like. I, I Egyptian uh, history is one of my favorites. But, but, there's a but lot sometimes of there. there's things that work well in lore, and then there's you don't know if you can it would work well on a on a screen or you know, because I'm I'm always struggling with Star Wars because there's like I want to see this Mangold movie. I think it's gonna be fucking awesome. I'm really excited about it. Uh, I'm excited about the Acolyte, which is also gonna be one that's set between the recently established uh, High Republic era, uh, or High Republic era, so hundred years before the Skywalker. Skywalker saga and it's going to focus on like the formation of the dark side and it's going to have new characters and stuff like that. That's exciting too. That's so exciting. Star too. Wars canon is trying to tell me that 100 years before the uh before the battle of Yavin is when the dark side was first formed? Fuck you. Are you fucking serious? 
Jackasses. The dark side fir- formed almost immediately after the Jedi. No, that's not what it's saying. Okay. It's, say, it's, a, the his- it's telling the history of it. It's telling... It's not that I, I worded it pro- improperly. Damn We're, it, Jake! Chill. First of all, chill the fuck out. This is fake <laughs> shit. Okay, it's just Star Wars. Fuck you! <laughs> it's life. It's fucking life. <laughs> Listen, man. I'm just saying, man. It's okay. It's okay. I, I, I misspoke. Do you see me doing this? This is my Superman pose. No, uh, it's just talking about the dark. About more about the dark side. The earlier time before Sky, the Skywalker saga about the dark side and different characters. Again, that's exciting, but I worry a little bit because it is there is that aspect of like I ran into with Obi Wan and, and all this other stuff is like it's okay to leave gaps and let that. But given that these are so far away and so far removed from the Skywalker shit, I don't mind. I'm excited about it. You know what I mean? But you're right. It I I think it is exciting to think of an idea of a timeline because remember when they the the picture at that where they show the big timeline of like the dark side and and and, and the light side and it's like okay that is cool I See, like that Dark Horse uh, before Disney bought them out Dark Horse did a lot of prequel shit and they did shit like thousands of years before the Battle of Yavin yeah and they talked about the schism how the schism between the Jedi and the Mandalorian happened and there is a big Jedi Mandalorian war. That happens, and there's a guy named Ulic Keldroma, and like uh, all these other characters. More, it's it's fucking awesome, actually. Yeah. Um, because the Mandalorian armor was more biological at that time, um, so it, it looks slightly different. You still have the cross faceplate, but it's more, it's it's less clean. It's more yeah. like it's more like chainmail almost, but it's it's cool as fuck, obviously. Um, shiny, shiny. But <laughs> I would love to see that kind of incorporated yeah. someday, and so I could see uh, it on screen. Ahsoka had a trailer drop. <sighs> That's next after uh, Amanda. <sighs> I'm not as excited. Oh, fucking fuck you, no, dude! Ahsoka be... looks cool, dude. dude Ray Winston, ju- Ray Winston, dude. Just for just for Thrawn. I'm is excited. that Ray Winston? I think, or what's his name? Ray. Ray Winstone. No, is it? Like I think it's Weinstein, I'm pretty sure. You sh- sh- I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being serious. Uh, He's a, he was in Punisher. Anyway, um, yeah, Ray Weinstein. I'm telling you, it's W I N E Stone. Yeah, Winstone. Weinstone. No, that's not the right guy. Yeah. No. It, See, now you that, found a porn well, star. No, no, that's the guy who was in uh, Black Widow. No, it's e. Ray. Uh, <laughs> you put an E in there. Shh. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> this is great content. I'm glad we're doing this. Go ahead and do your shit and vamp so I can do this. Goddamn. Uh, we also found out more about the skeleton crew. Shit. So. Do I- yep, that's it. That's all I had. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, that's then all move I on to the next fucking- I don't want to move on. I want you to sit in your mistakes. <laughs> uh, Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson. He was yes! in. The, he was in the other guys. Do you remember he was yeah. the he was the bad he oh, was yeah, the bodyguard. Yes, cheeky Wachiti. was in it. You, you should do the yes there. Oh. You are nothing but garbage, yeah. <laughs> nothing but garbage, Gaina. Nobody's laughing but you. Um, no, but dude, Ray Ray Stevenson, dude, his character looks fucking badass. Whatever the fuck he is, like that's no, he's obviously well, a he's a, of, Sith. a lot of these characters are from uh, Rebels. 
I didn't if watch any of those. I don't watch that shit. No, like the 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 um the um the girl with the head tails, the the Twilight, uh, the green Twilight girl. I I know who she is, and she flies something called the Ghost, and I think it's Sabine Wren is the uh, girl uh, with the hair mm. uh, in the in the trailers and she I know who she is too and they're they're looking for Ezra Bridger I think but I don't know who that Ray Stevenson guy is playing I don't know he's playing Ray Winestone <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go what's next uh, what's next uh, <laughs> what's next in the box is it time for the box I'll eat your ass. That's what's in the box. Wow. That special check in the box. Tyler, I got some other news I want to hit before we get out of here. Don't hit me. Um, that's me slapping the table because I'm sick of your lives, laughs, lies. I wanted to say lies and laughs. Lies. HBO Max. R.I.P. It uh, will turn into just Max on May 23rd. So. Taking HBO, one of the most recognized brands in all of entertainment with its great original programming that people love, and just throwing it out the window and just putting it in, making an app Who's doing that? Max. Warner Brothers Discovery. Suck it. Uh, pricing update for, uh, not HBO Max, just Max, uh, which, by the way, I was going to put in the title of the episode, it's not HBO, it's Max. Get it, because it's... That TV, it's HBO. Remember, remember that. So do I have to buy a new fucking? No, it's the same app. Prescription, but it's just dumb. Uh, so here's the pricing: so nine ninety nine a month with ads. Uh, you're gonna love this, Tyler. You're gonna really love this. Ad free for fifteen ninety nine a month, which is pretty much okay. Or the ultimate ad free package for nineteen ninety nine a month. Wait a second. Okay, keep going. No, it sounds worse than it is. All it is is four concurrent streams in 4K, uh, which means, wait, I can't get what? 4K when I spend $16 a month on your app? But Oh, so you're not... Okay, because I was thinking that no, I was ad, the ad-free tier was like, not you're going to get really. one every once in a while. Yeah, like Hulu does. You won't even mention it. You won't even... You oh, even bullshit. Hulu's, Hulu's... Oh, fuck that, dude. No. <laughs> Hulu's the worst. Uh, but Actually, no, Roku I just laugh at the, the title worst. of it, at Ultimate Ad Free. But yeah, it's four concurrent streams and 4K. That's what you get when you pay 20 bucks a month. But, which I always like, wait, don't I get 4K anyway? If I'm paying 16 bucks a month? But No, I just wanted to hit that real quick because I, I think that's hilarious. I don't notice enough Again, to pay an extra four bucks. Warner Brothers Discovery continues. To suck balls. Just continues. To just, just suck. Make terrible decisions. Shit. Which, by the way, did you see that fucking uh, Shazam 2 is on digital already? Like, not streaming yet, but on digital. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's how bad that movie performed. Morbius. I still liked it Morbius a lot. Morbius outperformed that movie on its opening weekend. That's how terrible Warner Brothers is at marketing movies. That's how bad Warner Brothers is. But anyway, fuck HBO Max. It's dead. Excuse me. <clears throat> This shit tastes like shit, and it's making me burpy, yeah? The trailer that everybody's buzzing about for The Marvels. I'm in. Let me tell you. I am in. I am in. Fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. Looks good. But a little awkward, given that uh, that actor is still in it, but, you know, they filmed it, I guess. Which? You didn't know about that? Hmm. The The dude who plays the dad... For Miss Marvel, like there was alleged, like under he was texting an underage girl and shit. 
It's still under investigation, I think. But uh, yeah, it was kind of shocking. Yeah, come on, man. And I liked that guy. Me too. In that movie, in that show. Who was the other guy last week we were talking about? I don't know. It's another guy who had some issues. Oh, oh, majors. Yeah. Uh, but no, that that trailer was really cool, and the fact that before we even get into it, I still don't get why these pathetic losers on the internet hate Brie Larson as much as they do. I just don't understand it. Because um, she's made it a point to go, to to not kowtow to their bullshit. All she said was, we need a little bit more representation for movie critics. And that, like, certain movies are not made for just white dudes. It's really all she was talking about, but yeah, whatever. But again, because it was her that said it is the reason why she's yes. the target she, of her. And, and Anybody gets, else could have said it. Many people since yeah. then have said it. But because she was basically the first that everybody got hooked on. Yeah. But congratulations to her, though. Dude, she's incredibly gorgeous. And she's smart as fuck. And she's tough as shit, too. Dude, she does a lot of her own stunts and whatnot. Uh, yeah. But uh, I just want to get that out of there because I think that uh, if anybody, first of all, th- those people are mostly bad faith anyway because they have their issues with Brie Larson anyway. But yeah. those, there are some people that are gonna be like, well, this isn't this like a demotion? We don't even th- there's no Captain Marvel two. It's the Marvels now. And I'm like, I don't know, man. You watch that trailer, doesn't look like a demotion. It's an ensemble movie, and it's f- cool that like, dude. We're getting a fucking team-up movie. I love team-up shit. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. And the fact that we're getting it with, like, we're doing a team movie, but it's a smaller team movie. It's a much more intimate one. It's three characters. Mm-hmm. It's going to have, like, bigger, you know, cosmic implications or whatever, I'm sure. But, mm. like, and just to see that. And, like, you were talking about when we watched Miss Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel, where they're incorporating the bands where they, like, teleport. The mega bands, The mega bands. That's yeah. fucking cool, dude. <laughs> to see that. Inco- and then, yeah. And then to see that. Not only do that, but then absorb their power. I wonder so how they're going to try and like figure that out and explain that. Because they're going to use their power. It's going to like transfer their powers, and like that's what I'm. It's not how it works in the comics. I'm just saying that's probably what they're going to do in the movie based on the trailer. <laughs> Can I just say but one thing? I'm just, yeah. man, I'm just excited to see. Him I'm back. excited too. Like, I, I loved uh, the girl that p- that played Miss Marvel. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I, can't I loved her name. Monica Rambeau mm-hmm. in Wandavision. Like, I'm so glad that they're back. And I, again, I think Brie Larson. Oh, and of course they made her smile in this trailer as a joke of like, oh, see, she smiles because like she doesn't smile anymore. She's just like a cold, bitchy face, and it's like, no, you're just living not a good life. <laughs> like you know, the way that they treat her is just stupid. You know, I just um, I don't know, uh, Captain Marvel. I, I I I need a lot of you to go back and watch Captain Marvel and watch the scene where she is at the place and the douchebag on the motorcycle says to her, "You should smile more." And based on your reaction, you need to evolve or you're fine. Um, If you think it's kind of a humorous whatever and it's really nothing, you're fine. You're good. If you get your panties all up in a fucking bunch because that guy is played off as kind of sinister for asking you you know what i'm saying if you have a problem with that scene you need to read some books and you need to evolve okay i'm serious or talk to a woman and talk about how when they when they're just looking at something and people say they got resting bitch face and they're like you should smile and they're like can i just stand here (laughs) that is exactly what i'm i'm saying dude there is oh there is that scene in that movie 
Every man in the world needs to watch that scene. And if you have a problem with that scene, you are one of the shitheads. Now, I know you're going to be probably in your mom's basement and everything anyway, but... Crack cocaine. Yes. Get some of that. <laughs> no, I think... Uh, Just saying, that's a very good barometer. Yeah. Like, if you have a problem with that scene, you have a, you are an idiot. And you are to, not a good person. I'm still trying to figure out who the villain is going to be for this movie. I don't either. Which I, I don't... Look, I, hey, I don't mind that they didn't show it. I like that they didn't show it. I don't want everything shown. Have they even the said anything about it? I don't know anything about the villain. It would be interesting if they tried to bring in the original Captain also, Marvel. Also, the Cree Captain Marvel. Also, the people what? that are like fucking spewing this bullshit rumor, like uh, f- which, like uh, the dumb fuck who runs Den of Nerds. Uh, I fucking hate that guy. I <laughs> he's not like a like he's not like a. A chuddy piece of shit, but he's just really annoying. And I he keep because I keep quote tweeting that guy. I keep seeing him on my Twitter feed because <laughs> he just he's just one of those like clickbaity like fucking rumor channels. So what do you say? Rumor channels. But yeah. he was like sharing a rumor that th- because it got delayed. This got delayed till November. Yeah. And he was saying that the reason is the the rumor is the delay is that uh, Brie Larson was hard to work with on set and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, have you watched? Any press that they were doing when they announced this, when they first announced this plan and like the the, sp- the photo shoot they did together and the interviews they did Do together, you, yeah. none of those women hate each other. I I want up on you. And it's and it's again it it it, it plays into this narrative that mm-hmm. she's this bitchy woman, and yeah. it's like you, no, you know what? If she and look, I was one of those people like, yeah, this seems, she seemed kind of weird in the uh, Infinity War press. Like she seemed kind of like standoffish and pushy and I was like well yeah you gotta think about it she was getting it 24-7 from fucking everybody on YouTube oh. saying that like she's this nasty yeah. woman because she made one comment that was true because she <laughs> won't fit into their box I'll even one up beyond that and and it's it's basic fucking math you remember like a couple years ago where they were they were set to give us like three TV shows and f- like four movies a year mm. remember that and Feige came out and said uh no we're not doing that no more and they basically scrapped like a movie a year and moved a bunch of shit back. Yeah, that's plus, why. Plus, if they're pushing it another couple months, that means that they're probably gonna get they're gonna get more time. Wakanda Forever they're came out get, last year, they're right? They're gonna get more last November. Yeah, they're gonna get more time. So we're still to, getting three this year, but that's they're still gonna get not more, gonna be doing moving they're forward. S- they're still gonna get more time to work on it. In terms of visual effects, sure. So they're going to get to fix that. But the main thing is just Feige was just but, like, I don't want to, I don't want to put too much out there thing. at once. But this is my favorite thing. Yeah. When those, it has when, nothing when, to do when with dudes it. like that. When like Fandom Wire, you and can make up any story to fit your narrative. When Fandom Wire, shit. And, no, I'm fucking shut. Let me cook, dude. I'm, I'm naming names. About the Jesus you're Christ. Talking about. I'm talking God. about. I'm talking about. You're the killing guys. it. Fandom Wire. Den of Nerds. Uh, there's a couple Star Wars theory. I fucking hate them because because mm. they they they're rumor channels mm. that have sources, yeah. but they never give a source. I'll never forget when that Den of Nerds Journalistic when that Den of Nerds dude uh, tweeted that this is before they are you saying denim Den or? of Nerds? Okay, because there's Den of Geeks. <laughs> this is how, this is how lazy this dude is. This is how lazy this dude is. There's Den of Geeks. Denim nerds. And then he made Den, which would be a great title. Keep now I'm going to make a... Yep. Write that down. <laughs> he used Den of Geeks and made it Den of Nerds. It's yeah. like creative. Anyway. Um, but I remember back before they confirmed that they weren't going to use Henry Cavill, 
uh, he was tweeting about James Gunn saying that he didn't like Henry Cavill, and that's what he was hearing inside sources. Sure. James Gunn himself tweeted him as like, "No, I like Henry. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about." My inside sources tell me that I don't like you. He bodied him, and he said, "You know, go back to your mom's fucking basement." Who are dude. your sources? That's what I mean. They I don't c- have I can't sources. They my make sources. shit up. Jake's over here like, I'm sure you can I can I just like ugh. you have no evidence. You just want to continue to make that narrative and it's stupid. And you know what else? This is the last time I'm talking about it. When this movie comes out, I'm only fucking talking about sources. I am only talking about the movie. I am not talking about Brie Larson outside of the fucking movie because I don't care anymore. Sources tell Moving me on. that I don't like Jake. Because goddamn, and man. I'm going to tweet about it. Talking. Yeah? Are we talking? No. Are you okay? No. What? Yes. Screamed in my ear. Multiple times. Tyler! Yep. It's that time of the week. What's what was the uh, publisher from this one? Is it ID? It's not IDW. Scout right? Comics. Okay. Never heard of them. Mm-mm. Never heard of them. I, mean, I almost thought this was the same artist as the Black Cloak. Yeah, it was very, it looks similar, very similar, very similar style. Once again, yes. shout out to Mayhem Comics in Des Moines Absolutely. and Ames and uh, all around. Support your local comic shops, especially if you're in Central Iowa. Go check Damn out right. Mayhem Comics, who supplied this week's comic book. And this week's comic is Unicorn Vampire Hunter from Scout Comics. Uh, Written by Caleb Palmquist and artist by Daryl Toe. Letterer and designer Dave Lentz. I've heard that name. Now, um, can I start? Sure, go for it. So, up until this part, like this whole part, I'm like, oh, fucking cool. Like, they just have a horse. They have a unicorn that just kills vampires. Well, a unicorn. Yeah, but then the unicorn starts talking. (laughs) Let me just let me just say this. Um, it, it is very, it's 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 definitely a comic that I think is made for a little bit younger audience. I think, don't you think? There's horror elements, but it's not that severe. Yeah, it's a little bit. The more art pulpy. is more. It's not a bad book. It's just like like you were saying. Like uh, I, I I view it as having a little bit more of a humorous tone. I I just uh, I mean at least I, that's the way I read it. But. I I think it's 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 a it's an interesting story and here's as a creator uh as a creator myself and somebody who is considers myself a storyteller I know that there are times you hit on something with the story and you're like this is it man this is the thing that makes it happen man and I know that the writer came up with ooh the unicorn used to be a prince and he was like that's the thing you know like right yeah and I know that I know that in your, I'm just, I'm trying to say like, as a fellow creator, like I am more than happy that you were able to get this out and that, and that you were able to get somebody to draw it. And, and it's, it's definitely worth a, a worth a checking out, mm-hmm. but it's not my style of comic book. It is not. Yeah. Uh, I don't, it's just not, I think it's just a little bit more made for a little bit younger age than me, I think. It's more of a tween, yeah, like a twelve, year, like a thirteen-year-old girl. <laughs> I, I, really I, I agree. It's definitely not 
more is something I usually read, and that's the point. Mm. Uh, it's not usually something I'm into. Um, it's what? It's not bad. No, it's I don't think any style. of the books that we've we've read have been bad in any no. way. But I think, yeah, it just doesn't. I mean, it's just the. It it reads really quick, right? And I just feel like you're right. It does have a sensibility of it seeming to look for a younger audience and mm-hmm. try and reach a younger audience. And yeah, I just I think that's one of the reasons it probably doesn't connect as much with me. I do think there's moments where I found some humor in it, and mm. I thought it was a little funny. Um, oh yeah, th- like don't get me wrong, there's the concept itself. There's bits when they're talking between the guy and the unicorn uh, about their past and how they used to be best friends yeah. and stuff. There's and you, humorous bits. Yeah, and I but see that's what I one thing I do like mm. is the thematic choice it did. Where you get a third person narration, then you get a narration for the unicorn prince, right? And then you get a narration from his friend and like, or and her uncle Seamus, and like, so yeah, you, they they're using that device three different ways to weave the story, and mm. I like that. Yeah. Um, and there there's things that I mean, look, a unicorn stabbing someone will always be funny. I don't care what the context, and I th- it could be funny. Yes, it's funny as shit. Because think about it. A unicorn you, stabbing You think about it, somebody getting hit head-on by a horse, that's scary. But a unicorn, that's funny. Because they're impaled by it. That's just funny to me. What the fuck? Because <laughs> it's just so overkill. You're such well, a if you're sociopath. The, if you're the unicorn, just stomp them. <laughs> what do you got to stab them? It's just funny. Also, because I'll never see it. You know, that's the thing. I'll never. <laughs> that's see true. That's very true. I'll never. I'm not gonna go to the fucking county fair and see yeah, a yeah. kid getting impaled by a unicorn. And that's what I've always wanted <laughs> to go to the county it's fair and see fun. a kid. I, I can't get impaled Tyler, by a unicorn. I don't know. Maybe I am a sociopath. I don't know why I find it so funny. I just no. I, but you're right. Like you're like man. You know what made that? You know what made uh, old Clem getting knocked over by that horse a lot funnier? Get if he'd have been impaled on it, <laughs> if instead of getting knocked down and trampled, he had just been picked up by his midsection by this gigantic horn. See now, when you describe it head. that way, now unicorn sounds scary. <laughs> Maybe Shazam Two was onto something. <clears throat> no, uh, when we were watching that movie, actually, um, there's a school of thought that generally unicorns. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> I just realized what I sounded like. You sounded like you were on an episode of Ancient Aliens. Now, generally, people used to think <laughs> the, the general unicorn. so awesome, dude. <laughs> general <laughs> unicorn consensus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I think there's like accepted things about like vampires, even though they're fictional characters, right? And and werewolves, right? Like the natural enemy of the universe. Well, like silver can kill werewolves, right? Like that. Yeah. Okay, so the the accepted like unicorn is that they're very pretty and that they're you know white and they're you know whatever. Yeah. And the way they were portrayed. <laughs> I'm just, the way they, no, I'm it's just great. looking at it's you and it's like great. I can see a History the Channel way. Chiron underneath your face. Tyler Allen. <laughs> what the ancients can tell us about. Co-host. A- I'll pay a lot of topic. What ancient UFOs tell us about our um, future. No, but um, there, there's, there's a lot of people that have unearthed uh, different legends from back in those times that... Um, yeah, unicorns that, have been that, around. The uni- but that the unicorn was not was never supposed to be like this pretty, 
you know, like friend yeah. of little girls. It was like this bad motherfucking Clydesdale with a fucking giant. Yeah, why why, why yeah. else, Tyler? Because it's got a horn on his head, and it's it's funny because you could just get stomped by Clydesdale. They're huge, but you're gonna get gored. <laughs> You know, it's funny when you get trampled, but getting gored is hilarious. And that's why it was funny when he killed the vampire in this comic book. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> See how we wrote that. We wrote that shit. I was, you know what? Just because I wanted to make sure that, that we cool were still shot. recording because yeah. it was so good. I was like, we didn't record any of that shit, did we? <laughs> yeah, that, that was a cool panel. Um, nice. Sequ- that's that's what I said. <laughs> that was the, a cool sequence of panels. When the vampire. Don't turn up because you're gonna play the thing again. Remember? Are you gonna play the theme song again? I'll drink your blood. <laughs> so, that's so what the vampire. Essentially, said. what happens? This girl is with her uncle Seamus. Oh, are we describing and it? And he's like, no, I just wanted this for this part. It's all lead up to this drop. And he's like, and same because she's like, there's the world has gone nuts in in this kingdom the that world this is ape shit that this this girl is living in. So they're like, go live with your uncle Seamus in this remote farmland. And she's like, okay. And then Seamus gives her the Lion King speech, where he's like, remember, don't go in that dark, scary forest. And she does. And then some guy's there. Turns out he's a vampire. He looks at you and he says, I'll drink your blood. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it was um but yeah, I Oh bored. <laughs> um <laughs> I'll say I'll say this for the comic. Again, it's not it's def- it, it's not really my style of book, but it's um I wish that I wish that there was a way that I could just naturally see how all these books play out cuz I have the books that I buy every week. Yeah. And we get generally the number, number 1 ones, for free. Yeah. But I can't really afford to like keep reading all of these books, all these series. Yeah. And I wish there was a way that I could, you know, maybe comicsology, I could do it that way. Because um, you know, for for all I know, in a in not a, in the middle of this segment though, I would say no. But like in a in a in a in an issue or two, it might turn into something that I like. You know, yeah, again, yeah. up until that point, I was like, "Fucking sweet, dude! She's just gonna ride around on this unicorn, fucking kill vampires." And then it was like, "I used to be a prince," and it was like, "I'm done, I'm out." Really. Oh yeah, dude. As soon as I was, I used to be a prince. Like I'm done. I fucking don't care. See, anymore. I had really. Just, I don't care anymore. I, I feel like having him talk as the unicorn helps. Maybe, but does he have, do he have to be? He used to be a prince. He used to be. Come on, he was cursed by a witch. Come on. It is pretty basic. It's he, a guy getting cursed to be a horse. All he's thinking is check out that. And then she dick. said, while she's brewing it, she's like, and remember, when you kill people, don't trample them, <laughs> stab them with your horn. He says, all right, lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with this? And then she's like, it's magic, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, it might as well. Pew, pew, quip. Pew, pew, quip. On to the next thing. What's the next thing? God speaks, Spider-Man. What's the next thing? Are we doing... Is it on to Longbox? Longbox? Or are we... That's it. That's the end of. What the are we gonna say? Final thoughts. Um, I, again, like if you're if you're into fantasy comics, I definitely think it's worth a read. Uh, I'm just that's really not my my uh, genre that I I can really get into. Um, so objectively, uh, as a uh, fantasy um comic book, I I'd give it a good solid B. It's good art. The writing is is decent, but again, I I. I 
Yeah. I, would, I can't I really agree. give it a grade on my I own agree. because I just, I don't read that kind of. It'd be like asking me to grade a reality show. I don't really watch reality shows. I try not to. Oh, you're, you're, I try you're not so to. so much better. Than no, because I do watch them. That's how human I am. We all watch them. Reality show watchers. Yeah. You fucking ruined. I wrote it. <laughs> you fucking ruined it. Hey, here's a dog. Hey, here's a dog. Crack cocaine. That's what this thing. Uh, dog. This dog kind of seems like he's always on crack. Tyler. No, it's not working. I got the wrong one. Yeah. Oh. I just wrote the bump. I just made the bump for. We never have to play with that dial again. I just made it. Wow. You want to go first? <laughs> the thing about unicorns, I went, I went, actually. I went, <laughs> I went for <laughs> unsolved unicorn that mysteries. Was so fucking great. <laughs> now we got to do a sketch. Think about unicorns. It's and it ends with me getting gored by a unicorn, and you're like, awesome! I'm just laughing. Yeah. Tears. Super cool! <laughs> I'm just holding the camera. <laughs> yeah, you go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing. Uh, see how much fun we have on this show? Um, <clears throat> so, um, many, 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 many moons ago, like in 1986, there was a uh, imprint that Marvel had called Ep- Epic Comics, and um, there was like Dark Star and Alien Legion, and there was a bunch of these more adult-themed books that were put out by Epic, and they were uh, all what were called direct or uh, direct sales. Now, direct back in the day, there weren't as many comic book stores, so a lot of people got their comic books at newsstands. And so most the books that were direct sales only, you had to go to a comic book store or order it from the publisher, whatever. Um, and Epic always published books that you had to, you know, you you'd never find them in like the QT. We always they always had like you know the magazine stand that one of those uh, circular ones. You know, they had like basically four and four and four. Yeah. And, you know, that's where the comic books were at at, at like the QT, where we got our comic books. Um, and one of the epic books that I got at a comic book shop, cause I think we found one or something was called grew the wanderer. And if you ever read mad magazine, uh, there's a guy named Sergio Aragones and he actually mad TV, um, uh, would actually, the little animations were him, were his art. And if you ever read mad magazines, the art in like the, the, uh, margins, the little funny little, little vignettes. Yeah, that was all Sergio Aragones and uh, William Gaines, who published Mad, once said that if I want if I let him, he could make the whole damn magazine himself every month. That's how prolific he was and good. He's really, really good. Yeah. And so he has this character named Gru the Wanderer, who's this really stupid, really dumb, really good fighter. And he loves cheese dip and he's got this huge schnoz 
and he's just a dork and this terrible hair and this awful costume and he has a dog named Roferto, okay? And he's just Roferto. He's dumb, okay? At one point in this book, um he starts off fighting against the guys who are on his side and they go, "No, the enemy's over there." And he goes, "Oh, sorry." And he goes over and starts killing everybody on that side and he goes, "Wait, another fray but i have not finished that fray so he goes back to the people he's whose side he's on and starts killing them again and he keeps doing it back and forth and in this book that's how dumb he is but he's so good but but nobody can stop him right and he loves cheese dip that's i think what i loved about Gru when i was a kid was that he loved cheese who doesn't love fucking love cheese dip right point of all this is that People that are Sergio has been able to take this dumb character and because of all the things that happen around him in his stories, he is a, in a master satirist of of religion, uh, wealth, uh, nobility, uh, royal royalty, um, you know, uh, piracy, you know, just all these different things. And uh, in this book, it's even better because he's gotten somehow Gru fell into this uh, place where all these people worship him. So now there's two Gru's. There's a Gru in the heavens with all the gods and there's a Gru on Earth and they're different guys. And the gods up above are pissed because Gru is killing them all and they can't die. So it's just a nonstop gore fest up in the heavens mm-hmm. because Gru just keeps killing and nobody dies. And it's hilarious because he's just like, ah, didn't I just kill you? You know, all this stuff. And they're mad. They're like, well, we need to figure this out. So they're trying to it's it's a it's a limited series called Gods Against Gru out from Dark Horse. It's on. I think it's almost finished. But Gru the Wanderer, if you can find his stuff, I highly, highly recommend it. It's hilarious. The writing is spot on. Mark Evanier, uh, I think, used to write for DC, um, is kind of the guy that's been writing for Gru. But just fantastic. One of the better comic books. And it's been out. It's been around for God knows how long. Aragonis himself has been around since, like, the 60s. So, um, Yeah. Hats off and go go read it. Gods against Gru, Dark Horse. Uh, wow, that's the How signal to turn the page. It's done. Remember that? Uh, Remember that in school when you had the tape recorders like ding, fucking audio book. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so while you're doing the long box, I'm gonna go have a I'm smoke. Gonna go <laughs> re- I'm gonna go read my audio book right now. Uh, <laughs> I can't so concentrate on reading my audio book. So mine. Is uh, Ted Lasso mm. been watching the most recent season of that? Oh, great! Another person who fucking loves Ted Lasso. Do you know talk about Barry coming back on Sunday on HBO Max? The better. You want to talk about Dune? Do you want to talk about The Wire? Do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about two guys who are on the same SNL cast, and both of them went on to do series by themselves with you know whatever. And one guy did Ted Lasso that everybody did. And one guy did Barry, which is the oh my god, the superior show. Did I do this when you were talking? <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> it wasn't that; it was just t- also. I love how you Ted Lasso. you make me go and like I know you you, you make me do H. John Benjamin. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm gonna shut up now. You're right; that was horrible. I'm sorry. But, but yeah. Ted Lad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But no, uh, no, Ted Lasso. Uh, I, I think. Does it come out all at once? 
Uh, no, or is it, it weekly? Uh, like it's weekly. Okay, cool. But I watch. Ash and I binged the first two seasons before season one premiere or season three premiere. Season three is currently out. Yes. Okay. Is it still going? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know how many episodes are left, but this is it. This is the last season. Oh. Um. Well, maybe I will have to watch it now. <laughs> it's on Apple TV Plus. If you have that. Yeah, my Roku TV keeps saying like, "Hey, renew Ted your La- three months." I'm hey, like, no, because it keeps showing me Ted Lasso, and I'm like, I won't because of that. I want to watch that Tetris movie. I haven't watched that yet. I want to watch the movie with uh, Tom and the uh, robot. I am walking all over your long box. Keep yeah, going. thanks, man. I love it. I, sh- I I was silent. I just sat there and listened to this fucking grew the you wanderer. You took a nap. Stupid. Oh, grew the Did wanderer. You say grew the water. That's his cousin. <laughs> Goop. Please continue. It's not Gru. Please continue. It's not Gru. It's Goop. Now, now that I've said this, now you can. Please continue. Because <laughs> I know you're waiting for me. I know. I'm just because you, you keep sitting back, and I'm like, he's gonna lean forward. But uh, no, uh, the reason I've been meaning to talk about Ted Lasso for a while because I've been watch, you know, catching up and then watching it currently. Uh, it's you know, the, uh, people people do love it, and I think it's a really good show. But I think that. The reason people really like it is it's a show that at face value you could look at Ted Lasso. The character is like this like constantly positive character. And for the most part he is. And that's the the enjoyment of it is is seeing him be so positive with how he approaches life. But then as the show develops you find out more about his character and like uh in his in his anxiety and, and, and things like that and, and it kind of you know it, the show has always been about mental health and, and things deeper meanings to it but um it it just it's just the little things that the show does that always makes me laugh in a sense of like jokes that hit for me that are so dumb and they're like throwaway jokes but i i noticed it like their whole thing is they have a sign that says believe that he made and they tap it well one of them tapped it and it split apart and he was freaking out and then he's slaps the other it slaps his teammate real fast and he's like what's that for and he's like to see if i was still sticking and he's like see if it was me or the 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 poster see if i was still sticking and he's like what would you would have done if you did and then he goes i I don't know man good point (laughs) it's just like it's a throwaway bit but i found it i was like little things like that is what makes me laugh with things i love about it is it it is it, it like it has its moments of broad comedy but it's a very witty show. There's a, the, the the dialogue is very snappy, and I, and I really like it. And I love puns, and there's a lot of puns in the show. But uh, and, but I mean, how it's like what you were talking about with Barry. It's like y- how can you not watch Jason Sudeikis and want to root for that guy? How can you not get behind that guy? It's just you know Bill Hader. Anytime I see him, on, I want to root for that guy. Yeah. So and it, it's it is so easy for that show because Jason Sudeikis is, is so damn charming and so charismatic that you get wrapped up in it. You get you you start to believe the bullshit that that you know you start to drink the Kool Aid that that Ted Lasso is giving you. You start to, and you know people say that it makes them want to be a better person. Now I go to that level about this show. But I will say... I was going to say, based on the uh, level of number of people who watch this show, um, y'all ain't being better people. <laughs> but, I, but I will say... But, but he has a great moment. We're still fucked. He has a great... Watch more! He has a great moment in the first season. And he, he was talking about... He, they're playing darts, and he's 
trying, he's, he essentially hustles this guy or whatever. But he says, he goes, I saw a quote. And he goes, be curious, not judgmental. And he was talking about that. He goes, I always thought about that. People that ever doubted me, didn't like me, they would be, they were judging me. They weren't curious. They weren't curious to who I was. And like, I will say that particular scene did change a little bit of perspective and made me understand. Like, that's a good point. Because curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> well, curiosity breeds acceptance. Curiosity breeds knowledge. It, 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 you know, and it's just like, and I'm like, this is a comedy show, and it's making me have these thoughts. You know what I mean? That's what I love about it. Ted Lasso, big fan. I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people. And also, fuck you. I fuck you, you hipster bitch. If you, I, I am not going to apologize for liking something that's popular. And by the way, Barry is a very popular show too, dude. You're, you're not, you're not Mr. And also, they're two different shows. Shut up. <laughs> two completely different shows. How long is uh, every episode of Ted Lasso? Lasso fluctuates. It's usually 30 to, f- to about 30 45. To 40, that's about Barry's, yeah. Well, he's, Ted Lasso isn't secretly a hitman, if that's what you're going to ask. <laughs> but I would watch that movie. Here's I would the, watch here's that the, Here's the thing. is like It's gotten to a point now. You know how you guys will never watch The Wire? <laughs> it's gotten to a point now where I almost never will watch Ted Lasso because I have had so many people. You would really like oh, it. I get like, it. Shut I get the it, fuck dude. Up. I get it. I get it. People say that about uh, fucking Shameless. People have been trying to get me to watch Shameless. Oh, yeah. For no, years. no, 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 no. Absolutely uh. not. Because you want to know why? I lived that life. I was William H. Macy. The only difference is I didn't have a family to take care of. And you weren't in Fargo. No, not at the time, but I was born there. You kind of look like William H. Macy. Fuck you. Really? Well, darn tootin'. I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) I said, hey. What's in my mouth? Wow. (laughs) 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 Those two came together at the wrong time. Are we... Start over. Start over. Well, we got to start this episode over again. Oh, God I damn it. You, yeah, I thought you were saying the yeah, whole episode. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Tyler, time. Yeah. Here we are. Yep. Another episode down. Number 90 we're in the books. We're 10 away from 100. Yeah. What are we doing for the 100th episode? Live orgy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not, not, not us. Open my only we're fans not. and find all the cosplay girls. Okay. I regret, How much can I, I tip I regret, you to regret, be a part of our reg- live orgy? I regret this joke already. What? I, I, we're not. I can't commit to that. I, no, I'm joking. I. I you. Think, I saw your phone, dude. You. You. No, said, I'm on. You, I'm on OnlyFans. But no, do you think any of those girls would actually like come here if I was like, hey, we if do a podcast? If you had an OnlyFans, what would be your shtick? Like, oh no, I don't have, have an Only. I'm saying like, no, but if you did. Oh. Um, mine's easy. I'm just got a dad bod. Are you kidding me? I, I don't know. It's so <laughs> weird. Like, there's uh, like no. It's interesting because there, there's girls you know there's stuff other than there's porn girls on there, who right? subscribe. Oh, no, I know, but there's girls who subscribe for free, right? And then even to talk to them, you have to tip. Yes, that's that's how they make their money. I understand that, but then there's girls who you you know you can pay and you can just talk to them even if you're not subscribed. It's strange. And I, I, or I don't or, know how you'd budget that out. Either. Or huh. 
One million dollars, bitch. Up in Love Shop here with Jake and Tyler.